1: Hello, near the 17 year boys
0: and there are dear firm. It's being in the game that decided high up crack.
2: Two shakes. What's going on? It's America Unplugged. It's yet another week. We got the dude Chris Graves with us. I gotta go to you first, Chris. Shouts to Tony Arterburn on his way to Austin, Texas, representing America Unplugged in the land of make-believe. He's doing his thing out there. What's up? What's up, Tone? Um, Do you like Muse, Chris Graves? Muse? Like the band? Yeah, the band. The band Muse. No, not at all. You don't. I like him. I like him. I like like him. This is Muse covering Prince. You know, so it's the perfect, I mean, what I just finished playing, the sign of the times, when Tony's not here. We play that as our theme song. And I would play Prince's, right? But we'd probably get, get like, wiped off the face of the planet for doing that. Mm-hmm. Muse covered it. And I thought it was fantastic. Not to I, mention the fact that I really like Muse. But I, I wanted to go to Chris because Chris is the music guy here. I feel really
3: stupid because this whole time I thought that was Prince's version. Oh, well, yeah. But now that kind of you're, around you're around. telling me that, like, yeah. all the stuff that he went through with the, the music companies and everything, that makes sense now. Yeah. yeah. You have to play a cover.
2: Yeah. I have to play a cover. Yeah. Cause well, anyway. I love
3: that cover. So I guess, uh, I guess I like muse now.
2: <laughs> muse is good, man. It's a good band. Anyway. What is going on America unplugged? My name is Billy Ray Valentine. Thank you for coming on and listening to us yet another week. We really appreciate it. You guys know the deal. Tony Arterburn is not here. The wisest of all the wolves. Maybe he'll, maybe he'll pop in at some point. I'd sent him, I sent him a link. So he might pop in from the road of, uh, you know, tra- traveling uh, the United States like he does. But, uh, Mr. Chris Graves is here, esteemed researcher and uh, all-around good guy, uh, a beast in the alternative media. What is up, Chris Graves? Thank you for filling in. What's going
3: on? Yeah, nothing much, Billy Ray. It's always a pleasure, and uh, I have uh, big shoes to fill today.
2: Yeah, well, you know, it's okay. (laughs) Anytime Tony's not around, that's the the way it is. But we do have the legendary Don Jeffries with us. What is going on, sir? How are you?
0: Oh, great to be here. Great to see Chris here uh, as well, filling in for Tony, and good luck to Tony out there. I, I like Muse yeah. a lot. Uh, Muse, Muse is the only, one of the only pro, cons- outright pro-conspiracy yeah. bands out there. I quoted yeah. the leader. Uh, he had a great quote about COVID and Masking the Truth. I quoted their leader. He, I, he, I think he was on Alex Jones several times in the yeah, past. Yeah. So, uh, you gotta like that. You know, I, 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 I guess I don't know that much of their music, but the songs I've heard is sounding good, and I, I certainly... Uh, like their spirit, because they they stand out in the music world. There's not too many of them out there that are willing to do that.
2: Right, and they rock freaking hard as hell too. Man. It's it's yeah. an incredible trio, man. They 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 are.
3: I always thought they were one of these easy listening, like Coldplay type. Oh things. no no
2: no no. No, all right, no! I'm an idiot.
3: I'm yeah. So I'm, I'm the a... music guy, all right. I'm an idiot. <laughs> they uh,
2: they they cover Rage Against the Machine often, right? Like Tom Tom Morello is a big inspiration for them. So I'm. It's everything that I like about the world is, is is meshed up into Muse. Um, a lot of their later stuff I'm not I'm not big on, but their early stuff and their middle-of-the-road stuff is, is fantastic. I love Muse, man. I've never seen them live, never had the pleasure, but I want to get out and do that. All right, we got stuff to talk about today, um, as usual. The, the world is burning, it seems, at least the United States is, to, to a certain extent. Um, we, we have talked about the wildfires in Florida. I mean, in Florida, I'm sorry, in California, you know, because that's been a thing. Right. Not too long ago, uh, the wildfires in Canada cast a, a orange hue over New York City. I literally thought it was the end of the world. I was like, what is going on here? I didn't literally think it was the end of the world. But I, I immediately called my kids and my wife and said, come home right now. I don't know what the was going on because it was crazy, you know, and it was uh, supposedly due to the fires in Canada. And now Hawaii is burning. And uh, as far as I know, I mean, um, there's a good friend out there that that uh, is known to the alternative media that that we can't find. I have to I have to uh I don't want to say anything like uh, as far as names because I, I'm not sure what's happening and I'm not sure if it's information that I should be even putting out there, but but um, God bless, you know and uh, we'll, we'll we'll be in touch with all that as soon as more 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 things develop. Um, but things are serious out there, whether it's caused by humans. Or whether it's caused by nature, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Like this is in the alternative media, the the denial of climate change is a big thing, right? And it's it's been politicized. You know, that's why there's a lot of like this isn't happening. Um, then there's the camp that says it is happening, but it's due to the controllers that are are modifying the weather, which I could get down with. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Jeffries raises his hand. So I, I could get down with that. You know, I, I can because it's it's a thing. Right. It, it is uh, admitted that they control the weather. Right. And and we can find mainstream information that supports that claim. Right. And then there's the camp that says, hey, something's up and uh, the, the sun is getting I mean, uh, the, the earth is warming up for whatever reason. Right. And now SpaceX freaking is is blowing holes through the atmosphere, the ionosphere. You never know what's, gonna, what's, what's happening you know, nowadays. But anyway, I have a friend, a good friend, if anybody, anybody follows what I do in professional wrestling, Steve King, the Strangler. Shouts to the Strangler, Steve King. He lives out in Arizona. And, you know, he's shown me, you know, uh, uh, how, I mean, he says it all the time on, on air, how hot it is out there and that you, you can fry an egg outside in the street. But there are literally street signs uh, that are melting over there. And, and, uh, and I remember telling him casually a few weeks ago, just like, dude, they're going to have to put a dome over your city or something. <laughs> and then I was like, damn, they're going to have to put a dome over a city or something or underground. So, you know, and, and I mean, these are things that whether we want to come to terms with or not in the alternative media, it's something that we're going to see in our lifetime, depending on how long we live. We're at least going to see the plans for it. There's a plan for a city out in, in Dubai that goes straight up. It's like one skinny, I forget what they call it, but, but it's, it's like everything is on, stacked on top of each other. And it, it's the um, epitome of a 15th city. I think you can get anywhere you want to go in 15 minutes. And it's, it's enclosed by a wall. And it just goes up, straight up. And they're making this thing. I forget the name of it. I'll get it before the end of the broadcast, and, I, and I'll tell you guys about it. But th- this is happening. Let's not deny it. Something's up, right? Whether it's man-made or not, something is going down. And um, it's going to change the way we live. At least it's going to be used, right? Never let a good tragedy go to waste. We're going to Chris Gray's first. Chris Graves, what are your thoughts on all of this? Do, do you think it's, it's literally man-made? Do you think men are walking around and, 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 and burning things and causing the fire that way? Do you think it's, it's a harp-style technology, you know, that um, weather, weather modification? Anyway, go ahead.
3: Yeah, well, I mean, a lot of people out there think that weather weapons are the thing of, you know, science fiction. Like uh, MK Ultra, like brain, like, like mind control type things, and they're very much a. Re- it's a real thing. I mean, yeah. JFK gave a speech about um, weather modification in 1961, I believe, and there's actually treaties that were signed in warfare in 1975, 76, I think. Uh, there was a whole bunch of countries that agreed not to use weather weapons against uh, each other in warfare, but what the, the weird part about it was they didn't, they didn't include, uh, using weather weapons on their own people. So you kind of have that little, you know, you got that thing, you know, cause they never agreed to not use it on their own populations and things like that. So that's from 1975, 76, and that's on the books. Um, whether or not they're using it right now to further, you know, the green agenda or whatever they say is, you know, on the, in the, in the planning to use against us, you know, post COVID or whatever. I don't know. Uh, There have been weird pictures I've seen, but then again, you don't know what's Photoshopped and what's not. But it looks like a beam coming down, starting a fire in Hawaii. I don't know if that picture is true or real or whatever. So I, I don't know, but I will tell you this in the last four or five years, do you remember when California was having like, a whole bunch of wildfires just like for like the whole the whole summer it seemed like right it Was right around the time of 2020 2021 there were reports at the time and i don't know if i still have them but they thought it was isis starting the fires <laughs> like there were a bunch of those reports at the time and i remember yeah. And just before the lockdowns too, it was yeah. ISIS or, or Al Qaeda, you know, they even tried to bring that back that they were creating this chaos. So if it's whether or not it's a harp type thing in Alaska or, you know, operatives out in the field, so to speak, I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't put it past them, you know, to cause this, all this chaos and then we get got lockdowns and they throw everything else in the kitchen sink. So I don't think that answers your question really, Billy, but, uh, it wouldn't put it. I wouldn't put it past. These. Right. No. You and
2: you can't. Unfortunately. Yeah. So. So people that condemn this type of of thinking, they're really not paying attention. Right. They're. They're really. They really don't know the world that they're living in at the time. Because unfortunately, while it might seem uh, crazy and and way out there, it is the truth. It is the fact of the matter. So when people start speculating in that direction, is because they're informed, not because they want to miss uh, uh, spread misinformation. You know that there is information that we are privy to that we know that this is possible. Yeah. So so we have to bring it up. We have to now. The the the, the project that I was talking about in Dubai is called the Line. The Line. Uh, no cars. Um, no roads. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna actually I'm gonna go to Don Jeffries first and then I'm gonna show a screenshot or, or I'm gonna share my screen and show you guys the website. It's impressive. I just saw. Um, Michio Kaku uh here who is a string theory uh he, he's somehow involved in this he's a teacher a professor at the uni- at the City University of New York um and uh you've probably seen him on on the history channel or something Joe you?
3: Rogan sent him on a bunch lately
2: right yep. well there there you go um Don Jeffries what are you thinking of everything
0: well you know <laughs> First of all, you have to the people that are that are that are telling you about climate change and warning about it. First of all, not only have they been wrong, you know, and incredibly going back to the 1960s. You have all the David Knight has done that many times and talked about all the predictions they made. Al Gore alone has been a you know a Wikipedia of misinformation <laughs> on this. Right. I mean, just a walking uh, you know, but. um so if you if you look at it, why, why would they, first of all, this is built, climate change or global warming, whatever they're calling it now, maybe they'll come up with something different. It's built around the alleged concern of our leaders for the environment. Now, as my friend Cindy Sheehan pointed out a long time ago, this concern doesn't extend to what all our misadventures in foreign lands are doing to the environment. All the bombing and all that, there's never any talk about the concern that our military misadventures have on the environment. They never mention about it. It also doesn't concern what China and India are doing to the environment. They're, they are acknowledged as the two, because they have so many people, they're acknowledged as the two greatest polluters of the planet in terms of, you know, spewing out the wrong kind of gas or whatever the hell they claim is going on now. So this is just like COVID. It's very selective. It's politicized. It's how, who can we blame? And, and the direction always turns to you and me. Yeah, That's why you have ridiculous celebrities flying in on their private jets Lecturing you and me about our carbon footprint. So again, how do you take them seriously? Just like how do you take COVID seriously when they never closed the border? They they didn't act like there was a pandemic. So obviously, how do you take it seriously? It's the same way here. What how do you take it seriously when these same people are silent when the greatest disaster in, in American, maybe the greatest ecological disaster in American history, the Gulf Oil spill happened? Do you hear any of them talking about that? They were silent. And they they let they let BP go throw this uh, you know the the the, uh, the cleanup thing out there, which made it even worse. There was a brief fear about. I have friends on Facebook who sat in the courtroom were thrown out of court for like for trying to expose what was going on in the BP thing. It's never mentioned. Little Greta Thunberg probably can't even spell BP, let alone know what know what the hell BP is. She doesn't aware of it. Same thing we happened recently in East Palestine, Ohio. That was a real disaster. If you're concerned about the environment. You should have, climate change activists should have flocked there en masse. Instead, Donald Trump's ass is the only one that went there and bought a McDonald's. So that's, this, this is absurd. Anybody, why would you believe that the people, much as I said, I worked in the medical industrial complex my whole life. Anybody who's worked at and seen these people up close know they, the last thing they're concerned about is your health. They want sick people. That's what they want. They don't want healthy people. So the idea that they're selling you this stuff because they care about you. We know they don't care, but they kill us constantly. They love doing it. And uh, they have hit squads, I'm convinced. Uh, It's the same thing with the environment. They don't care about the environment. If they cared about the environment, they would talk about that. Nobody talks about Fukushima and what it might have done out there in the Pacific Ocean. Nobody talks about that. Nobody talks about the Gulf oil spill. BP. Though nobody talks about East Palestine, Ohio. So they don't talk about real environmental disasters. Instead, they try to to make you guilty about uh, having hot water and uh, driving a car because this is all their agenda. That's part of the agenda, not to clean up the environment. And so, when these these fires that we have, they add to it because it it, it it's you have to naturally be suspicious because where were the fires before? I don't know where I mean, why would climate change suddenly cause tremendous fires all the time? I don't I, I The California thing alone, every year when they had the brush fires and then you have those great experts who have determined that the greatest way to put out the fires is to create more fires. I, it doesn't seem logical to me and it doesn't seem to be working very well, but I'm not an expert. You know, I'm a community college dropout. So what do I know? But, you know. What happened? Where were these fires before? I never I never heard anything about California fires that are apparently a natural part of the environment out there until maybe the eighties, maybe the nineties. Now it's just an accepted thing. And suddenly now we have them in Canada. You know, I'm in Northern Virginia and it was affecting our air quality. And I said, wait, wait, how bad must it be up east? That make, makes no sense. None of this makes any sense. And now the Hawaii fires, and, and people have already pointed out, John Buckan has already, Chris Buckan has already joked about the Jewish space laser, lasers, which, you know, put Marjorie Taylor Greene on the map. But there's something there. Something's going on. Because whether Chris's uh, laser was real or not, there are too many pictures, much as you saw in California, of cul-de-sacs where one house will be burned and the rest are left unscathed. That's not the way fires work. Uh, The the trees are not, same thing happening in Hawaii where they're showing pictures of trees that are not burned next to houses that have been leveled. So, you know, there, there's a lot of explaining there to do, but they're not going to do it because they never explain anything. But this, this is obviously, I think it's all part of the same thing. I don't believe anything they say. And yes, I I think this is all Jingo engineering to whatever degree it's real. And they're, again, they're trying to convince people that this is climate change, and they're trying to convince you it's your fault. It's happening because you didn't listen to them when they were making all the wrong predictions, and you continue to drive your car and eat red meat and have hot water, which, of course, they can do. <laughs> you know, Al Gore rolled up the largest energy bill in the history of the his state back in the day, but you, you can't do it, the common riffraff. So it's, it's you know, again, I, I don't know why anybody would believe anything. The same people that lie to you about everything else are telling you that this is true. So why would you believe it?
2: No There's, matter where... No, no, What's up, Don? Finish up. No, well,
3: well, no, I was just going to say, if I could just make an observation based on what both of you guys have said, uh, how what one house will be affected and the other one won't be that kind of deal Like yeah. where fire doesn't. It's it's like going against the physics, right? Like it, it reminds me of the toasted cars on 9-11. Yeah. yeah. Ah. You know how like th- there would be paper everywhere, not burning. But these cars would be melted to the the core, and some of them were as far away as the FDR Drive, Billy. You remember what I'm talking about? I remember,
2: man. That's a weird
3: thing, and it just reminds me of what you guys are pointing out—that fire is not working in the way that it should.
2: Right. So, what is that point? With the Uh, Judy uh, Wood.
3: Judy Woods, uh, the one that pushed that theory. But it's just looking at the photographs from that day. It's weird because there's paper everywhere that's not burning, but all this metal is like melted. It just reminded me of that. Like physics are suspended. So what causes that?
2: Absolutely. No, I mean, it's something it's, I think it's a, a legit question to ask, right? What's wrong with asking that question? Come up with a good answer. Give us a good answer. We'll go away. You know, that's it. It's real simple. You know, um, Regardless of where you stand, regardless of of where you sit in the argument, the one thing we can all agree on is that it is not our fault. It is not, you know, wh- wh- whether you believe climate change is man-made, or or whether you believe—I mean, whatever you believe—it's not our fault. We're not the one we're, we're we're contributing to the to the pollution, but the system that was set up that we were born into. Uh, contributes to the is is made to create the pollution you know i mean ultimately it's just not our fault we can change it of course but no matter what it's not us so when they tell us we need to do x y and z and they don't it's it's that that's that's a problem right and they they need to lead they're the ones making a the policy they're the ones doing all of these things and and they continue to be hypocrites about it but it's leading to something all of this is leading to and and, and and I told them I think it, I don't know if I said this on air I think it was off air that I was t- t- talking to you guys because I told my guy Steve King I was like they're, they're gonna put a dome over your city at some point did I say that on air or was it off air yeah I think it was off it was off air so I I said you know they're gonna put a dome over your city in Arizona at some point because it's crazy out there it's how do you even live right you just want to sit in sit indoors I wouldn't want to go outside with 118 uh degree weather Get the hell out of
3: here and if that happens that's another Simpson predict simpsons prediction that came true yeah. Right, well, it's gonna you know, happen. the whole movie was about springfield being under the dome yeah.
2: it's, it's yeah. gonna happen it's it's absolutely gonna happen that's the wave of the future and this is where all of this is pushing towards but so i want to show you this and i want your, your thoughts on it guys like um this isn't a dome city who knows it might have something covering it let me just share my screen can you guys see it can yeah. you guys see yeah. it Yep, yep 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 this is the official website for the line Right. And and, uh, that's Michio Kaku right there. I don't know what his involvement is. This is the first time I I see him when I went to the website. I'm like, oh, there's Michio Kaku. okay, And and, uh, he does uh, string theory. Right. The future of urban living, the future of urban living. There's a place here that says that they're going to have the ideal. Oh, here it is. I'm highlighting it right here. Let me see. You guys see it. The ideal climate all year round will ensure that residents can enjoy the surrounding nature. Residents will also have access to all, to all daily essentials within a five-minute walk, in addition to high-speed rails w- uh, with an end-to-end transit of 20 minutes, is what we're looking at here. Uh, it will eventually hold 9 million people. 9 million people Um and, and will be built on a footprint of just 34 square kilometers. This is what's, what's going to happen. They're building up now. They're probably going to control the weather in this place. This is how they're going to sell these things. And people are going to go. People are going to go. We, this is happening right now. This is no longer talk. Yeah. This is happening. They're going to do it. And if you think that, that uh, the United States is somehow immune to it, um, you got another thing coming. You know, this is this is the way it's going to go down. Um, there, and, and You know, it, it sounds like there, there's a lot of benefits to it, man. But I am afraid that it is going to further enslave the human race, uh, giving up liberty for comfort. Uh, go check it out. Go check, we'll, we'll do a more a more like a in-depth show about this particular project in the future you know really just Billy, I, Billy just,
3: just imagine this, imagine if they wanted to take out nine people in one instant, like a super nine eleven that's what they would do. they would take out the tower or whatever this thing is supposed to be, and nine oh, nine yeah, million I people think of that. Go
2: ahead,
3: no? nine million people gone
2: gone, gone, yeah, and there's nothing you can do about it. there's nothing you can do about it, yeah. but you know they're going to to sell it as the ultimate living experience,
0: yeah. And again, the
2: same, it's the same
0: people. Again, what? Why? These are these are psychopaths. These are eugenicists. Why would you think anything they're doing is for your good? Everything they do is part of their evil machinations. I mean, they're literally rubbing their hands like you know, Mr. Burns and Fu Manchu and every every sinister person you've ever seen in the past. These are absolute demons. These are you know snidely whiplashes that are murderers and uh, they're the worst people in the world they're they're satanically inspired i think and mm. any of their ideas i mean p- people should just reject everything they say if they say it no go against it regardless because it's they they everything they do is is trying to apparently kill lots of people and certainly it's not for your own good. And they're trying to, at the very least, the best they're trying to do is give you a lowered standard of living and reduce and eliminate what few civil liberties we still have.
2: It, it'll, it'll be uh, um, a better standard of living, but you won't be able to leave. Yeah, right? you know, or, or, or at least they'll make it as, a, why would you want to leave? Why would you want to leave? Five minutes, 20 minutes, you got everything here. Everything, the ideal climate, everything. But the rest of the world, Will not exist. It, it might be like, I mean, I, I don't know how they're going to do this, man. But but it, it you know it, it reminded me of the village when they the, that M Night Shyamalan mm-hmm. film that they yeah. scared people from going out. You know, yeah, yeah, that's like all right. oh, the monsters are going to get you. You can't go out there. You know, mm-hmm. the, the, this is this is something that we need yeah. to speculate upon and talk about. This is a real thing. It sounds fantastic. Doesn't I, the, what's I, 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 mean, be, it, I mean, I don't do want to be it might you. it might not sound fantastic to us, but to most people, right. it does. We're already stacked here in New York City. I know everybody wants to live here, right? right. Imagine yeah. how it's gonna how it's gonna be like in, in Dubai, the new the new New York. And
0: and it, it, well, and you're right. And it's who are they offering this to? I mean, right. they say, so it, to people like, like people like me that I you know I, I live in a, a nice neighborhood. I'm fortunate to have a single family home and very quiet place uh but so people like me obviously look a step down but so many people i know people that are by themselves or financially struggling whatever and if they come through and say hey you know stop looking for these jobs that pay you nothing you know that these, these dead-end jobs why should you work for them we, we're going to give you a you know universal basic income and we'll set you up in one of these smart cities you'll and for those people it'll be a higher standard of living yeah. you're right yeah. So everything, you know what? video games twenty-four seven man, you know, nobody no no man to get on you, you know, you get and we've legalized pots so you can smoke dope while you're doing it. You know, I, I you know, for, for a young guy that's struggling now living in his parents' basement or can't get a job, can't keep a job, that is gonna be a higher standard of living. So that's who they'll sell it to. And the people that have a higher standard of living that now, people that remember a higher standard of living are eventually There won't be any of us left. So, you know, people will be happy. Yeah, see, they improved our lot, man. We we got it made here. Come on. True.
2: (laughs) It's true. (laughs) Uh, A Syrian girl in the chat. What's up? How are you? Good to see you. How can BRV think that living in this city will give people a good standard of living? you know look at it, like what
3: Don just said like, exactly people who yeah. had nothing they were like oh now i got an apartment in the sky literally and
2: yeah yeah they're going to they're going to sell it as the trendy thing Right. Yes. You know, um, celebrities are going to move. Oh, I'm living in yeah. this 15 minute city. I got my, you know, my apartment on the 1500, 500 floor of it. You know, I'm, I'm chilling here. I got my jacuzzi. You know, um, mm-hmm. yeah. there's uh, there's drones bringing me my pizza Hut whenever I want it. You know, that's it's right. fantastic. That's right. You know, yeah. That's, that's what gross. it's going to become. People, people have lost touch with nature to the point that they don't want it. And, and I know I'm preaching to the choir here. So people here listening to this show are like, how could they not want it? Well, <laughs> there's a whole nother sector of people somewhere that do, right? If you, if you travel New York City right now, now it's evident, right? We, we've been having the, the whole uh, uh, immigrants being sent here, the migrants and all that other stuff, right? And they were in hotels and all that. Couldn't really see it. You saw it in some places. Now they've, they've, they've trickled over into the street. They're all on the street. You go down to Manhattan, Midtown, Downtown. There's, I mean, it's undeniable, right? They're all there. Why do you think they're here? Why do you think they're here? Have you ever been to Central America? Have you ever been to Mexico? And I don't mean the touristy parts, man. Go see the real, all right? They come over here. It's a a better standard of living that they live in a little ass apartment in the hood but you know what? They go down the block, and there's a there's a bodega there that's open 24/7, and they have access to milk and water. They have an air conditioner. They have a television. They're already better off. Yeah, already. You know, and that's 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 the deal here, man. I mean, people are gonna want to do this, and uh, and this isn't this is just the beginning. This is just the beginning. They're going to do this in Arizona, with a dome around it, and they're going to they're going to um blame it, not blame it, but use. The 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 heat as as the catalyst for it. Be like this is what this is the reason for it. This is why we're doing it. We need to do it. And population, the population is out of control. So now we can have the biggest the the, the nine million people in 35 square kilometers. Mm-hmm. You know, we just have them here. So it solves so many different things. This is what Har- Har- Harlan doing. says. We're moving on up. <laughs>
0: <They'll> play the <laughs> Jeffersons, oh, the Jefferson theme song piped out of big speakers as they're
2: going, Hey, moving on up. right? No, no. absolutely. 100%. You know, so that, that's, that's what they're using this for. Um, and, and it's, and it's, it's, uh, it's scary. Maybe, maybe they'll look back at this type of broadcast and say, damn, you know, those guys were scared of nothing, you know, they, but, um, and, and, and there'll be a lot of people with that, with that mentality, living in the new, because they don't know what it was like to live back then, right? They don't know what it was like to live close to nature. And, and to be honest, what do we know about living close to nature compared to our ancestors? Right. It's generational. It keeps changing, you know? So uh, my kids don't know what it's like to live without a cell phone. They don't know what it is to go to a library. They don't because they have Google. Boom, everything comes up. That's it. There's no. They, they don't. They don't know how to do it. They don't. Know, they, they don't. They don't have any desire to do it. I took them to the library the other day. They're like, "What are we here? What are we doing? You know, we could just look this up, right?" <laughs> I'm like, "Okay, kid, the point. I'm just trying to show you. you, know? you know, um, but uh, but but that that's that's the deal. That's what that's where that's where this stuff is going. And uh, I don't know. It, just just a heads up, guys." Um, let's, let's not uh, turn a blind eye to what's going on either. And, and just say like, it's not happening because it certainly is something's going down, go down to Arizona, fry an egg on the street yourself, see what happens. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's going to work. All right. Closing thoughts, Chris, closing thoughts from Don and then we'll get out of here. What's up, Chris? Yeah. Next topic. Sorry. I'm
3: actually more, I'm kind of curious about something you mentioned earlier about street Mm -hmm. signs being melted and things.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I haven't haven't heard that yet. Yeah, in, in Arizona, um, um, there are some street signs that, that are are melting because of the heat. And and um, you know, my, my my boy took some pictures for me and sent them. But but there was a there's a couple of people on on uh, on social media showing it, and they're like, no, it's not it's not photoshopped. This these are the literal words melting off of it. It looks distorted because it's so damn hot outside for so many consecutive days. Yeah. You know, it just keeps happening and happening. So, I mean, I I, I tease my friend. I'm like, "What? Well, why? How do you live there? Get the hell out of there!" Like, I'd run straight to Antarctica or, or, or Alaska <laughs> and sit there for a while if I, if I had to live in 118 degree weather day after day after day. Yeah. yeah Shouts imagine, to number six. I see imagine, him in the chat. I'm gonna get to everybody in the chat soon. What's up, buddy?
3: Imagine if you didn't have the resources to be able to just leave. That that's got to be the worst feeling in the world. That's most American. I know. That's yeah. So
0: what, what are the homeless doing out in Arizona and places like that? I mean, that I mean, <laughs> I mean, you it's, it's, it's it's obviously the elements. Uh, that's got to be at least as bad as it is in the winter.
2: They said sixteen percent of people in San Francisco only sixteen percent of people can afford to buy a home. Yeah. So where are they going to go? Everybody's yeah. li- living paycheck to paycheck. Where are you going to go? What are you going to do? You know, it, there's only a certain amount of people that can move. And that, where are they going to move to? How are they going to move? Because this, right. is, this is what the world is going to be. Right. And you're going to look like an outcast. Like, oh, man, I'm crazy. Crazy outback wood types, man. Look at them when we're over here sitting in a lap of luxury in my 15-minute city. Yeah. And, and if you think trump is going to save you he's pushing it too <laughs> he's pushing it too as well but he, he's right. calling well, he loves yeah he loves it he's fish calling
3: fish. It something different though but yeah. it's
2: well
0: they have to put his name on it or something yeah. for him. so he'll have to do something so he'll support it they put his name on it then yeah it doesn't matter what they do they it's literally the they're just calling they it, could it, the, literally warp, it.
3: Warp, the warp zone
0: yeah, they nope. can literally kill every 10th citizen randomly in a lottery. And, and as long as it had Trump's name on it, he supported it. It's, it's, it's the best city. It's the, the biggest system city we've ever city. seen. It's right. great. But that's, you know, we, we uh, so, when you have the despair that I talked about in Survival of the Richest. you know, people haven't read that book. They should read it. And that was before all this. We have we've had two Americas for a long time. Uh, the bottom half of America has nothing. They make less than $30,000 a year. 50% of the people, they have less than 1% of the collective wealth. That's half of the country. And one of the worst parts of immigration is that almost all the immigrants coming in are poorer than anybody here. So they're entering at the absolute bottom of that bottom 50%. So what's happening? The bottom 50% is expanding. So if this continues, if Joe Biden has the open border policies, you know, and we import half of Mexico or whatever, at, at some point it's going to be 60, 70% of Americans that have nothing. And then those, that the people, the people in the middle class, it's been squeezed out. The last 30, 40% of us that are still hanging on with our fingernails to the middle class, that's, who's being squeezed out. You have the 20% at the top, the 80, 20% split, the 20% at the top that manage this mess right. for the absolute elitists at the very top. We have incomprehensible wealth, the ones that are benefiting from all this, but you can't, you can't have any kind of viable country like that. It's impossible because they're not, you're not, When half of your country is getting screwed over that badly by the system, they're just they're bent over and getting raped, assaulted by this system. And uh, so that's already That's now it's just going to get worse. But nobody's addressing it. The Democrats sure aren't. You hear them say one word about it. They're too busy talking about transgenders and shouting that everything's racist and everything. They don't say one word about that. That should be their core issue because the conservatives are delusional enough to still believe oh, anybody. You know, just start your own business, being an entre- <laughs> entrepreneur. Okay, sure. Yeah, I mean, it's, living in complete, still living in the 1950s, much as they still expect to win elections because they're unaware, completely unaware, apparently, of the demographic changes that have taken place. You know, in the last few decades, and they they actually think they're the majority, and they don't understand why they're not winning. And uh, so, you know, these so w- those are choices. Those are our two choices. Nobody's talking about the real issue. People should be talking about that. I try to talk about that silent. Uh, and that's real silent majority. that's coming up. The, the majority of people are being completely screwed over by this system. Yeah. They don't have any chance. And you right. can't sell them on America or anything like that because the system clearly doesn't work for them.
2: Right. right. But And that's talks about all of that. us. That's white, black, Latino. <clears throat> yes. You, you <clears throat> yes. know, that's all of us. That's what that's. And once we figure that out, it's a wrap. There's, there's way more of us than there are of them. Oh, it's over. It's, but they're going to gonna, you know, feed yeah. us the, the Freedom City, brother. And it's going to be yeah. a wrap. Uh, <laughs> and Chris, in the chat, what is up? I haven't seen you in a bit. I'm glad to see you here for one. She said, it was so hot in my car the other day, I couldn't even touch the steering wheel. Yeah. Oh, uh, Lori, on the other hand, or, or I, I don't know if I'm getting that right. What's up, buddy? How you doing? It says, I go out daily. He lives in uh, Tuscan, Arizona. Yard work and all good for yeah, you, brother because me yeah. psst, boy I'd be hiring somebody I'd be calling you up be like hey, here's a couple of bucks do my do my yard work for me thank you so much mm-hmm. uh, number six in the chat says they are proposing a homeless island in Boston yeah, I believe that <laughs> and, and and homeless and island I would have misfit
0: toys now I'm going to homeless island <laughs> <laughs>
2: I like that. You know, That's great. In, in the United States of America, bro. Almost Come out. on, man. Come on, <laughs> homeless island. Um, man, you could call Manhattan homeless island at this point. We don't have to propose it. It just is. And know, the
0: first two things they'll build there are a liquor store and a McDonald's.
2: A McDonald's, you know, we <laughs> you'd be sad like McDonald's. Make sure you
3: the know, liquor store first, though. That's first. Right. For, for the next pandemic,
2: yeah. We need <laughs> that, all, all of that at, on homeless <laughs> island, you know, and, and it'll still be better <laughs> than what they had before. So, you know, here we go. All right, what do we got next? What what did we say? We we're gonna, Oh, man, and this is another thing, right? Um, This is another thing, right? So so they're going to put us in these cities, right? They're going to change everything and, and blame it on climate change, but also linked to the universal basic income. Um, Increasingly, it's becoming more and more evident and, and the mainstream is pushing it more and more. It's it, it has, it started here in the alternative media. We were speculating about this for a long time, meaning the AI takeover, but now it's evident or, or they're just pushing it, getting us conditioned for it. Right. Um, Drudge report, their main headline was all oh, news is going to be built by AI. Now it's going to come out by AI. No humans are needed in a newsroom anymore. Right. And then I saw um, a report that the first driverless uber cars in san francisco have been rolled out so you're gonna you're gonna call an uber it's gonna show up there'll be no one in it all right you get in the back and it takes you where you go and that's uh, that's it that that's that's the way it's going to go so the hum the the future right uh, doesn't need you i remember when that article came out and it it made a lot of uh, a lot of noise in the alternative media you know but it's it's true the future um, it's it's being it's not that the future do, doesn't need us. It's being made to not need us because the people in control see humans as a virus. Right. That are destroying everything and they need to be controlled. Populations need the useless eaters need to be controlled. They get to have families. They get to have 15, 16, 17 kids, grandkids do everything they want. But the rest of us, no, we we can't we cannot have that. And and it's a class issue but we're here arguing about sexuality. We're, we're arguing about politics. We're arguing about race. It's not, it has nothing to do with any of that, right? It's about, it, it's a class thing. It's an economic thing. And these people get to do what they want while we are getting shoveled off to a homeless island, right? <laughs> yeah. This is the whole deal now. So the AI takeover is another thing that we cannot turn a blind eye to because it's, it's going to eliminate a lot of what humans do within the system. And are they going to change the system to fit this? Or what are they going to do? Or are they just going to give you a universal basic income where you will become a, 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 a slave to the government? Because you better believe that money will be deposited into your account with strings attached. Nothing has ever been free except for the fluoride in your water. And that's not good, right? So if if they're giving it to you, there's strings attached to it. For sure, for sure. So um I... I Do we avoid this, Chris Graves? Like, how do we get past this at this point? I don't know.
3: The thing, like, I was always wondering about, um, were we uh, told about uh, the dangers, like, back in the day with, like, Terminator and things like that? Were they pushing that for, you know, a specific reason? Because you think about it, um, the first, I think there were a couple of books that were mentioning the... The Great Reset, even from back in the early '90s, right. right in the year 2030, you know things like that, and that was around the time of Judgment Day of Terminator 2, you know what I mean? Mm. Right. And as we know, that a lot of these things are planned out decades in advance. So um, I don't know if there's a way to avoid any of this because now I was reading an article that saying that the FEC uh, is going to regulate deep fakes and things like that, and uh, we got Hollywood uh, on strike now because there's they want to take an actor's uh, performer's likeness and be able to use it forever, like yeah. that's part of the contracts now that they want to do, where they don't have to pay you residuals at all, but they can use your likeness uh, forever. Or someone like a John Wayne that's been long dead, you know, they can they want ec- movie extras. I found out about this too movie extras. They want to have them sign agreements saying that they can use their their likeness for forever as well, including reusing them, you know, behind the scenes in in the background for crowd scenes and movies. Mm -hmm. And let's just say, like, not to get into the Sandy Hook of it all or Mm -hmm. Boston bombing or anything like that. Who's to say that they're going to, you know, they'll be on the up and up when it comes to what they use these these people's likeness for, you know what I mean? You don't even need a crisis actor anymore. You get all these AI ones and we won't know whether or not they're real or, you know what I mean? Like these witnesses. Right. I'm going way off into the the weeds. No, no, no.
2: It's all things that need to be discussed in reality. We're not presenting it as fact. We're speculating in the direction. Yeah. So go ahead.
3: And I think that kind of thing can be misused and has been misused, just technology in general. You know, with all the various things that I've researched and obviously you guys researched over the years. Yeah, I don't. I mean, the machines themselves and and the computers themselves, they're just tools. It's just a matter of like people using them for whatever reason, for good or bad, you know, and it's a very scary thing. So I don't know, like. They like to kind of give you the revelation of the method, kind of thing. And maybe that's what Terminator was all those years ago. You know, maybe they knew exactly where we were headed. You know what I mean? And now we're, you know, with the UFO disclosure thing, they're throwing everything in the kitchen sink at us. Mm-hmm. You know, and no one cares about the UFO disclosure thing if it is a real thing. You know what I mean, and it's not just a a blue book kind of disinformation thing or a slow roll of uh, soft disclosure. If that isn't real, no one cares because we're being bombarded by all this other crap.
2: Right, right. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Uh, Liz, I don't know if I answered
3: anything that you asked me.
2: No, I mean, how, how do you answer this question? You don't, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, I, I while you were speaking, I want to say, uh, give shouts, big shouts to uh, to Liz, the Iron Maiden. Always oh, great to see. Um, So I, while you were answering the question, I remembered just, just a flashback in my mind. and then we're going to Don about this. Uh, when, I, when I interviewed Clyde Lewis about a year ago, maybe a little longer than that. And I asked him, you know, about, about everything that was going down to technocracy and all of it. And I told him, I'm like, how do we solve this? how do we fix this? And he goes, we don't. And, and that was the most honest and raw answer I ever got with that question. Cause I asked a ton of people about it, you know, and everybody, even when I say, I'm like, I don't know if I see a way out of it. Well, you got to have hope. You got to have this. And I understand the optimism. Right. And I don't want to, I don't want to be blackpilled or anything like that. I, I, but really I don't see a way out of it. I, I just, I just don't. I, I mean, and, and I'm, I, I'm not saying that we're doomed, because the, there's always hope. There's always a way. You're gonna be Something realistic, too. Incredibly difficult. And it's when he be, said, yeah. you know, we don't. This is coming. This is the, this is the way it's going to be. The best way, the best shot we have, I think, is working within the system to take it apart once we're in it. But we can't avoid going in it. I think that's gonna happen. So we have to learn it and and bring it down from within, yeah, you know, no. Fight Club style. All right, what's up, Don Jeffries?
0: <laughs> well, certainly, I think that uh, if you, if you put AI people in the newsroom, they they're not going to do anything differently than the uh, the robotic <laughs> uh, multi. You save millions of dollars, though. I mean, very they're, they're, you. They're, you know, they're not going to think for themselves any more than the people right. in, the, in the the of journalists do. Uh, they'll just have it programmed into them, right. which is. You know, figuratively, every journalist, every mainstream journalist has had that programmed into them through their indoctrination in college, their awful education, and all that. And to the point where they're uh, they're actually incapable. They don't literally they don't have to have meetings. That's what Harold Weisberg told me that the JFK assassination researcher, my hero. He told me back, in, you know, way back in the early 80s, you know, he said they, they didn't have to tell these journalists to cover up they just know instinctively that they know what to do. And that's what it, 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 you don't have to have meetings. That's how great the control is. So in this case, they'll just program it directly into them and say, and so yes, Oswald did it, you know, uh, uh <laughs> Solomon yeah. Laden cave, you know, 19 crazy Arabs, you know, the, the same kind of thing that you're going to see, uh, you know, this is disinformation. This is a uh, conspiracy theory. You're, you're just making it the same thing with the actors. I mean, I don't, will we notice anything different in the scripts of Hollywood being produced? What they're produced right now is is, is awful. I mean, you watch any movie in the last few years and it's, it even worries. if it has an intriguing premise, it n- almost never has a resolution. They don't, they don't even bother to end it anymore. You're scratching your head. I, I go online and trying to figure out what the hell happened because I don't know. And, uh, you know, they they can come up with the whispering, instruct the actors to whisper so the audience can't hear what you're saying. This is, you know, this is Hollywood. And if it's a night scene, make it look like night. Don't light it so people can see what's going on. So, this is Hollywood and already. So, I don't know how AI can do that much worse. I think that they would, uh, they'll be a lot cheaper. I understand why they want to do it because they can, so those guys make a lot of money. And as far as the likenesses of actors, it'd be really ironic to see mm-hmm. the actors have to deal with this when they've been defending this horrible system for so long because they profited from it. We'll see how they like it when they get taken advantage of that. Like, uh, you know, like, like be exploited like that. Like, you know, 80% of Americans have been for a very long time.
2: Yeah. Nope. And uh, let's see, let's see what develops, but yeah. Like uh, there's not going to be any need for actors anymore when they just AI everything, you know, <laughs> crisis actors, you know, what the hell, yeah. right.
3: <laughs> uh, um, yeah.
2: When, <laughs> when we have our, uh, our uh, alien invasion, we, you know, I mean, I, I if if we're going to be invaded by aliens, I'd like them to be real, right? <laughs> so at least I can I can be like, whoa, wow, this is a real alien from, from beta reticuli. This is this Betty, and, Betty and Barney Hill, they were right. After right. Well. This this sucks because we're being colonized here, but it's kind of cool, we're not alone. Right, universe, yeah, right. <laughs> at least we have that. At least we have that, but no, 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 no. We we're gonna get the holographic ones that are going to screw with us. Right. Uh, And and so, I mean, it's, it's really, we're not going to know what's real and what's fake. And we can already make that argument. Now we're already there. We can kind of figure it out sometimes, but man, they can fool people. And I, I, I I think we've reached a point of no return. There's a fork in the road for humanity. and, And Liz, the iron maiden, she's so wise says that, if you believe in a beloved God, right, this must all be happening for a reason, right for our good.
3: Right? I hope she's right. <laughs> um,
2: I think yeah. it is all happening for a reason, but I think um, <clears throat> I think I believe in God. I think God gives us free will. Everyone, everyone,. Otherwise, what's the point? Right? If there's no free will, what's the point? What's the point right. of this? So, right. so we have chosen this path. Some of us have. And we are adjusting to the way, uh, to what our actions have created, you know? And, and that's where we have to live. That's, where, that's what we have to get, get used to. So bad things are going to happen. And people talk about, well, how can bad things happen? How can the Lord let this happen? The Lord's not letting anything happen. This is happening because of what we have done, of what, how we're maneuvering, because he's given us the free will to do this, or she or it, whatever you think, whatever you subscribe to, right? And, and I think we've reached the point of no return for humanity. It's either you, we, we had the choice to be human or to be artificial. And we are going artificial. We are. And I mean, it, we're going to have to work a long way backwards to get back to being human. Because even right now, while we're doing this broadcast, we fall way short of what a human should be, in my opinion. And we're only going further and further down that road. So let's just get ready. We got to get ready. We, we have to try to, to keep the traditions alive of what humanity used to do and what humanity used to be. And then let's try not to become cyborgs. It's a real thing. I
3: know. Right? It is a
2: real thing. Let's try not. And it's going to be so, so uh, enticing to become a cyborg, Right. Because of what you're going to be able to do, I don't know it's 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 a hell of a, a hell of a question to ask and a hell of a subject to weave through. I will be doing uh, prime time with Billy Ray Valentine this Sunday at 8 p.m. seven p.m. seven p.m. Eastern here on the channel. Tune in. We'll go over it. I, I want to talk about NPCs, um, so uh, I'm, I'm going to do a little bit of that, and I'm sure it'll it'll merge into what we're talking about now. All right. Don, do, do, do we have any Trump updates? What's has he been indicted for the 87th time? Yeah.
0: CNN and MSNBC ought to to have a new counter, like a a counter to five, like the Trump indictment count, (laughs) how many indictments he's had, how many more possibilities. I mean, it's just, I, I don't make predictions, but, uh, for those of you out there who still believe in Trump, there is a possibility they may write the script and it would, it would be fitting where Trump is elected by the same rotten system that, you know, is selected right. that they all do um, and, and, and wins the presidency again, but he's already in prison and he has to stay in prison and there'll be a big baffling thing. Cause it, they're really, they, I don't think the constitution addresses that technically. I don't think there's anything to prevent somebody being elected from prison. So, and that could be your next four years, <laughs> having the president in prison and maybe they'll have, you know, a little, some kind of ridiculous setup in there. Maybe Trump will, introduce us to some uh you know he'll claim he's made a bunch of people his bitches somehow <laughs> and, and, and he'll introduce us to those guys the and, orange uh, julius gang yeah 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 he'll be he's I'm I the king here they all be, and the gang leader I can see that and uh you know if they want it, so if you if you ai script writers out there if you want any ideas I love it I think that would be an entertaining one I think it would be I a fitting end to the Trumpenstein project and have him serve from prison and then, of course, have everything that he attempts to do. Maybe he'll start attempting this. to do something, but they'll say, well, no, he can't do it. You know, this is there's and the Democrats. That's absolutely impossible. He can't do we can't have somebody that's in prison doing this. And uh, so it could be really interesting. Uh, must, I, see t- must see TV.
2: I love it, Don. I think if if we're going <laughs> to go over the cliff, may as well ditch the paddles and ditch the boat. Yeah. Right. Let's do to- it. Let's make Let it entertaining. in, right? And at least I'll be entertained and be like, yo, this dude is in prison. He's running cell block C right now. Nobody's touching Trump. Yeah, be- right. <laughs> Fantastic. You know, um, um, I, I want to talk about, um, I want to hit the chat before we get up out of here. This hour went by really, really fast. Uh, Angus Mustang says, is A-U real? Meaning America Unplugged. Are we real? We'll talk about that. On um on on Prime Time with Billy Ray Valentine, we'll talk about it. Cause you know what? I mean, I, am real. <laughs> I think I'm real. I never, I never met, I never met Chris, and I never met Don in person. <laughs> we'll find out. We'll see you on September 9th. September. 9th. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Free yeah. <laughs> World of NYC, uh, in memorial of September eleventh, two thousand and one. Don Jeffries is going to be presenting, ladies and gentlemen, the man himself, the legendary. We'll be there. Tony Arterburn will be there doing his thing. Charlie Robinson will be. I was just on Charlie Robinson's show today at 10 a.m. Eastern here. So go back and check it out if you haven't already. TNT Radio. We were on there talking about the the conference. Charlie's going to be there giving a speech. Mr. Richard Gage will be there giving a presentation. Wayne McCroy, the alchemical tech revolution, who is in the chat, by the way. Honored to have Wayne in the chat. As usual, he will be there doing his thing breaking it down for you like no other he did a a, a, um, a presentation at the last conference that I hosted and he blew people away people still talking about that now hitting me up about it um guard Goldsmith will be there he will be giving a presentation and last but not least certainly never least Black Trump the 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 Patriot Street fighter himself Jacques Brison John Brisson, will be there <laughs> talking about um the CNP and how that relates to everything Chris Graves are you coming are we, are we gonna see Chris Graves? I'm gonna try. Let's yeah. see, let's see if we we'll see Chris Graves there. That'll be dope to have to have Chris Graves there. We'll we'll all take a big America unplugged freeworld.fm picture. Hey, make sure you go over to freeworld.fm and subscribe to that. You know we're we're gonna be launching soon. That'll be fun. We're gonna try to keep it human, as human as we possibly can in an unhuman world. Chris Graves, tell the people where they can find you. Oh my god, we got a surprise. Hold on, Chris Graves. Hold sure. on, hold on. Who is this guy here? Oh, the, the <laughs> well, waiting right to the end. He was like, you know what? Let me pop in. <laughs> what's up, sir? How are you doing on your way to the American Liberty Awards? Say what's up to the people. Okay, there you go. People were oh, there he is. What's up? Can you hear us? He Can can't you hear, hear us. Oh, he's just—he just. He just oh, it's great speech. just to see him. That's. Just, cool. There the he people. is. That, thats yeah. the dude. He got a, He got a haircut too. Look at him. He got a haircut <laughs> for the for the award show.
0: He's got a well.
3: speech. His acceptance speech. Yeah.
2: <laughs> we'll, we'll leave him there. All right, Chris Graves. What's up, buddy? Tell the people something.
3: Something. Now I'm on uh, Twitter. <laughs> 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 you know, a little wise guess here. Uh, yeah, I'm on Twitter. I believe still. Yeah, and it's uh, C Graves, mask guy. And uh, we have uh, the new prisoners, the TMP tonight. What's up? Al- along with uh, Mr. Billy Ray Valentine and uh, Chuck Coachelli and a few other people. Um, at 8 p.m., we're going to have a, a heavy metal conspiracy. Not just conspiracies. We're going to talk some heavy metal, but it should be a fun time. And that'll be on Rumble and Odyssey. and Yeah, it's going to be fun. So, Is Rage uh, Against
2: the Machine considered heavy metal? I don't know. It's um, metal, kind of. They had the whole yeah. new metal thing, but I don't, I don't, I don't put Rage Against the Machine in that label of new metal. Well, they they were before. North. They
3: were before new right. metal. Like new metal was like Godsmack or Limp biscuit or something. Yeah. yeah. Now, All right. Ray- Tony, can you hear us? Hey
2: Tony.
1: Hey guys. Sorry. There I had to start, I had to turn off my Bluetooth. I'm driving down thirty-five from Dallas to Austin. So. Damn.
2: Look at the guy. What's going on? What you doing? Hey,
1: I'm good. I got my son Houston is driving, so I don't have to drive. He's got Beans the Brave on his lap. Very cool. I, I wanted to, to jump in and say this is episode 100 of America Unplugged.
3: Get the hell
0: out of
2: here. Wow, cool.
1: So one, <laughs> zero. It
2: goes to show how much I pay attention to these sort of things. Right on. We'll Next be available week, for syndication soon. That's so cool. <clears throat> we, we will have a celebration in, in true America Unplugged fashion one week late. We will have yeah, everybody it. in. <laughs> we will do it the right way. Tone, you're up for an award today. What's up, man? Tell the people about it.
1: Yeah, I got nominated for, uh, I believe it's one of the best research podcasts uh, in the podcast category. I'm not like Charlie Robinson, you know, the hardest working man in alternative <laughs> media. I think he's got like 14 nominations or something. And yeah. uh, I, I've got one, and I, hey, it's, it's an honor um, just to be thought of. And I, I, I'm also sponsoring the event, Wise Wolf over as a sponsor the only sponsor and uh I, we have a great time i've there's been a lot of a lot of alternative media and content creators there uh, so I'll, I'll send you some pics for sure we'll have to hey man
2: like i i, I asked you i asked you for something and, and i hope i get it i, I want to know who wins the lifetime achievement award if, if steve bannon wins the the lifetime achievement award we will riot That's what what I want. I want to see it. I want to see it, Tony. So please send me that. You're going to have a great time out there. Say what's up to Charlie for me and whoever else you see out there. And it was good to see you on the one. It wouldn't be the 100th episode without Tony. So I'm glad that you were able to to tune in on 100. Thank you for all your contributions to the show. Literally the reason we are on Rockfin right now, because I wouldn't have gone forward with it if it wasn't for him. He pushed me to do it. Um, the, The show might've been over. After we left iconic and, and I still wanted to do it, but I wasn't sure. Tony was the guy, you know, being been instrumental, uh, um, uh, you know, uh, research wise, hosting wise, financially, he's been instrumental to keeping this show alive. He is the uh, the gold and silver uh, person for the alternative media. If you're going anywhere else, you got a problem. You got to come to tone, support your own tone. Tell him what's up. Well,
1: thank you, Billy. It's it's been an honor, and uh, just doing the show every every week with you and Don is something I look forward to. And uh, thanks to Chris for filling in for me today. Uh, I think it's a great dynamic to have. You know, three diverse opinions, and you know, we don't always agree, which is great. Uh, you get get different backgrounds on different subjects, and I, I love the show. And I think it just, I mean, really, we talk about in the intro. It's like unscripted. It's totally unscripted. Like folks, we, we get, we meet in the back office at two or three minutes, throw up some headlines and then we go into the show. <laughs> it is, uh, it, it is an honor. And, uh, yeah, yeah. We happy to sponsor America unplugged with, with wise wolf. I am the gold and silver guy for the alternative media. Damn right. Um, it's not a, a role that I'm happy to have. And, uh, yeah, if you, you want to buy precious metals, we do that. And, uh, you call the toll-free number or go on my website, wisewolf.gold, Gold. you'll talk to Tony. Right. Fantastic. Or at least Kinsey. Which Kinsey's better than Tony, so I don't know
2: why. <laughs> either way, either way, you get the payoff, man. So call up Wise Wolf Gold and Silver, sponsoring America Unplugged, sponsoring the Amer- the American Liberty Awards, sponsoring Free World NYC, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I mean, he's just doing his thing, you know. The official don't-
1: sponsor of the apocalypse.
2: So. The official sponsor of the mm-hmm. apocalypse. And we are the scribes of the apocalypse uh, uh, here at America Unplugged. It's happening, ladies and gentlemen. We need to get ready for it. All right. Chris Graves, tell the people what's up. We were talking about Rage Against the Machine. Um, What do you consider Rage? Uh,
3: Rage, uh, it's a hard rock kind of, I'd say it's a borderline on metal a little bit. Yeah, with Tom Morello.
2: You know? Harps, Harps in the chat said to screw them because they, they <laughs> took the bio shots or whatever. So yeah. I, oh, yeah. There's I will that. tell you this. I will tell yep. you this. I'm, I, I, first off, Rage is my favorite band of all time. I, I, I've seen so many live bands. No one begins to touch Rage. Maybe, maybe Nine Inch Nails. Nine Inch Nails is an intense-ass show. But Rage Against the Machine is on another level. And I've seen Metallica. Uh, you, you name them, I've seen them. I've never seen anybody rock like Rage Against the Machine. Two, um, they kind of postponed their tour here in New York so people without um, vaccines can come see it. You know, that, so they wouldn't have the the um, the you know the hard. Hey, if, if you if you don't have a vaccine, you can't come into Madison Square Garden. So I I uh, I appreciate them for that because I bought tickets prior to the pandemic, and I thought I'd never get to see them again. My favorite band of all time, and last year, yesterday to the day, yesterday. I got to see Rage Against the Machine again. Actually, I saw them twice, and it was amazing. So uh, we're going to talk some metal with Chris Graves tonight, ladies and gents, over at TNP. What's going on, everybody? Uh, so join us. What time is that? 8 o'clock, right?
3: Yeah, 8 p.m. Eastern Eastern Standard Time. And I got to tell you, Billy Ray, one of the best shows I've ever been to, Metallica.
2: <laughs> Metallica. I saw Metallica at Woodstock 99. They were dope. Oh, with all yeah. the talking about fires, huh? Yeah, wow. seriously. <laughs> talking yeah. about extreme heat, right? All right. Don Jeffries, what is going on? The legendary. Tell the people where they can find you.
0: Well, you know, my website is donaldjeffries.media. The only place I'm not shadow banned is Substack, donaldjeffries.substack.com. If you're not subscribed in there, please do so. It's called I Protest as well. donaldjeffries.substack.com. Please uh, consider ask, uh, suggesting Masking the Truth for your library. We're up against a big wall of censorship, especially in the library, so I'm asking everybody, please see, and let me know what they say, because I've already gotten a couple messages from people that uh, they, did, they didn't say for any of my other books, like, we're not going to have this book. They don't usually do that. So they're putting up every roadblock they can. Please support me. You don't even have to buy it. That's great if you do, but suggest it for your library, or if you went to college, your college library, your local library, and uh, that would be it. that's what I'm asking people to do so we can try to get the word out on that book.
2: Fantastic. Make sure you go support Don Jeffries, everything he does, his Substack, his shows here on americaunplug.com and here on Rockfin and all his books. You can find them on Amazon. You can find them just about anywhere. Well, not just about anywhere, but you can find them. So if you want them, uh, hit up Don and, and he'll tell you where to go. Kat Goya has a question. She wants to know if the beard is dyed to look that way. To be more is that a thing, Mr. Arterburn?
1: It reminds me of the, the last time I posted on InfoWars. somebody somebody was mad at me in the chat uh for not being a trump sycophant and uh
0: they wrote in they wrote in the comments they said you look like a corrupt mullet (laughs) (laughs) Uh, no i i don't dye my beard at all i don't know
1: i don't know what i would do with it like hair dye or coloring i I think you like lose yourself in that somehow i don't i guess this is just stress and uh no, having too much information in my head, it would be, nice if, it, be <laughs> nice if I didn't know things. I think I would have like, I think my hair would be dark. I was looking at pictures of me like 36. I had no gray hair. And now I'm 43. It's just, you know.
2: Thanks. Well, that's kind of what happens, Tone. Thanks, in- Apocalypse. Yeah. It, it, I know it doesn't look like I have gray hair, but I have tons of gray hair. <laughs> like tons of gray hair now. now that I'm your age. Tone, I wasn't your age all, always, you know, I was a, you know, now that I am. <laughs> now that
1: me and I are born like one day apart.
2: You know. Right, right. Uh, you know, but uh, um, I have tons of gray hair, you know, and it's cool. It's, it, it, embrace it. Em, embrace the age that's what's supposed to happen to us, you know. The fact that we get to live through this, right, the fact that we're alive is, is, a, is a great experience. And so it looks dope, Tone. The, the beard looks dope. I, I like to do the clean shave thing. Even though today I haven't shaved, this is what happens to me when I don't <laughs> shave, you know. But uh, but what's up, Tom web uh, I
1: wanted gonna say something about Rage Against the Machine. In my playlist for for the gym, I have uh, some Rage Against the Machine, and one song in particular always reminds me of Billy when it comes on. It's called No Shelter. And oh. that was about 1997 is when they released a great song, and it reminds me of Billy because it just says. Uh, there'll be no shelter here. The front line is everywhere. It's a bore. I mean, I just think it's like your mind, like Billy's always reminding us the front line is everywhere. You know, watch out for the mind control. So that's
2: dope. That, that's dope. That, 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 that reminds you of me, not to mention that another one of my loves in life, Godzilla. I love Godzilla. Not, not particularly that movie that it was a part of the soundtrack for, but I love Godzilla in general. <laughs> you know, so um, Rage Against the Machine and Godzilla, fantastic. That's dope. The front line is everywhere. There will be absolutely no shelter here. Don Jeffries, I need you to tell me uh, your favorite metal bands. Don Jeffries is a music guy. <laughs> you know, <all> about- <laughs> Guard, go, is Guard, did you guys Guard <laughs> really to be yeah, part he's, of the show? I uh, reminded Six to send
3: him the invite yeah, earlier. In Guard is a freaking, is. Encyclopedia. Is, is, is-
2: Right. He's Tony Harderburn in, in, in music wise. Like, I mean, it's yes. ridiculous the amount of freaking knowledge this guy has just in general, but damn. Music-wise, it's it's ridiculous. Don, what's up? What do you like? I,
0: I I don't know. You know, if I would, as far as metal, I mean, hard. Just say rock, helter
3: skelter. To, Just say helter skelter. Well, yeah, helter do
0: skelter do. is that was is, is considered the first. Yes. Uh, so, some people do, anyhow. Yeah. But uh, again, not my favorite song. I I don't like the real hard stuff. I'm kind of a pussy, I guess. You know, I <laughs> I still like I, I like the uh, you know when a uh, stupid shows like. Uh, I don't like the shows, but all the shows that, that play those, uh, like Chantal Kreviazuk, I love her, you know, and she's about as anti, you know, heavy metal as you can get. I love that stuff. You know, I still love Elvis Costello. Hardest stuff. The Rolling Stones could be pretty hard at times. I think they did it pretty well. Led Zeppelin. Eh, I don't know if you mm-hmm. consider them or not, but, uh, they, I, I guess I really don't like most hard stuff. So I probably wouldn't qualify your program. I, you know, again, I, I like, uh, not easy listening necessarily. I like progressive rock. Some of it has an edge to it, but uh you know, my favorites again, my favorite I love Rossi Music as a band. They're not hard, but I mean, I don't know what you'd call them. I love like Procol band, Harum. Do you like the band Cake? I a little I a little. I've heard a little by them. Okay. I don't know too much about, but I I you know, nice. I love uh Procol Harum, which is a you know, a classic band and the band who just we just lost Robbie Robertson who uh so um, I think one of those guys left that, and they sound better and better so I go. I don't know what you categorize them at, but I see Don as being a,
3: a Slayer guy myself.
2: <laughs> I saw Slayer live once, <clears throat> and you're still alive, up, <laughs> and I'm still alive. I I I, I was it, it was incredible the, the crowd there, uh, a, a city boy from the Bronx being at a at, at a at a show like that at one. It was it was culture shock for me when I was 16 but but it was interesting as hell right uh regardless uh what are your favorite metal bands uh chris a preview for tonight
3: well i like uh the thrash metal i like anthrax uh, Mm. metallica megadeth uh, slayer like i said
2: pantera pantera
3: and i'll say that's the big five for me
2: pantera pantera used to wear spandex and glitter before so they did, turned into so pants.
3: So did Allison Chains.
2: Don't tell me that, please. I don't want to have that illusion ruined no. in my mind.
3: <laughs> I didn't want to know either, and I found that out the hard way. But you know what? Metallica and the guys in Nirvana, even they were wearing their jeans and t-shirts. So.
2: Kurt Cobain cool. never, never wore spandex. He spandex, happened.
3: but he wore dresses sometimes out on stage to uh, you know, I don't, to that, scare that, all the homophobes. That <laughs> no, <you> know, <laughs> but no with that, but spandex Metallica, and and Metallica <laughs> would be making fun of uh, uh, what, what's the what Tommy Lee Monty Crew. Yeah. Metallica would be flipping off Monty Crew in the clubs, right? And I because would, they yeah. were wearing like fishnets and everything, and Metallica they had their denim jackets on and the and the jeans, and they were pretty cool.
2: I was just never into the hair metal, bro. Like, like I mean we were su- we were super young tone when that when that when that was happening, but I was never into it. Like it was um I mean I, I do like Guns N' Roses if you consider that hair metal, no, right? Really. Like um Def Leppard is dope. Died. You know, I mean, hair metal,
1: they literally executed hair metal. It it, it,
2: it was popular.
1: <laughs> like I remember hearing a story about Warren and that that album called Cherry Pie. Right. And uh,
3: they were like the biggest
1: thing. They had, they had, you know, they had celebrated. They had pictures all over the studios. And then this guy that the one of the lead singers said he came in one day, and they took it, all the pictures down and replaced it with Alice and Chains. Literally, grunge came in and just murdered hair metal. Like it, with, within like a weekend, and it was gone. It was a phenomenon of just. I mean, it's like a bygone era. You don't hear anything that sounds like that anymore. It's kind of. It's kind of a, there's a Besler uh you wrestler billy what's that buddy the, the movie the wrestler have you ever, right. you ever seen that i did with yeah and, and you know he, he talks about he's like uh, why can't we have both he likes uh grunge and hair
3: metal he's like that pussy colbane i boy. know when he said that i got pissed in the theater when i heard that yeah yeah <laughs> you know, i was liking this movie up until now yeah <laughs>
2: Yeah, you know, I kind of like Bon Jovi too. I don't know if that makes me a pussy, but I do like Bon Jovi. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, um, but, you know, the, the, I like a lot of music, but uh, the hair, the hair metal genre itself, I wasn't, I wasn't a big fan of. But, yeah. but, um, uh, Rage Against the Machine, Metallica is undeniable. Um, Guns and Roses, Guns and Roses, of course. I'm talking about metal. I don't know if if we consider the Deftones metal, but I, I love the Deftones. And it, it took me a while heavy. to get there, but it's I love right, they
3: can be pretty heavy. Sometimes.
2: Oh, they're very heavy. I just don't yeah. know if they're metal, you know, but they're heavy as fuck, you know. Um, yeah. when they want to be anyway, they have I'm some like, metal doubt songs, but
3: yeah, um, white zombie was uh, I'd say white zombie was metal,
2: you know? White zombie was a Thunder Kiss 65, right? Yeah, when or that human was or human. the theme song to ECW Extreme yeah. Championship Wrestling, and when I used I used to stay up. Till two, three in the morning here in New York to watch it on the MSG network. And as soon as as the the, the letter started going off and you started hearing the beginning of, of Thunder Kiss 65, I lost it. Yeah. Oh, it, it was Nine Inch Nails merged into Thunder Kiss. The beginning oh. of Nine Inch Nails uh um hurt, not not hurt, um
3: terrible lie or head, no, like, no, a no, no, head like a hole? No, 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 The big hit like
2: a No, the big hit.
3: Oh, closer.
2: Oh. Closer, the beginning of Closer uh, went with, with the with the the heartbeat, and yeah. then it merged right into Fender Kiss sixty five, and I'm like, ah, yeah, my <laughs> childhood, ladies and gents. Six knows all about that. He knows about wrestling. All right, let's get up out of here. We've already done uh, an extra. I don't know how long just talking about music. Well, check, uh, check, check out
3: Paratrooper too. Uh, Tony did an awesome one uh, just now. I forget the lady's name, but she was pretty cool.
2: Tony, who's on who's yeah. on t- um, Paratruther. Yeah,
3: Paratruther,
1: thank you. Yeah, Paratroother, really Thank you great
2: show all right fantastic all right we're getting up out of here the infinite check it out we're gonna do 9-11 stuff coming up um and of course uh america unplugged you guys know the deal we will see you guys next week lord willing our 101 show 100th celebration so it's really the 101 show but we're gonna celebrate <laughs> making 100 next week guard come on and 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 dwayne please come on just letting you guys know we'd love to have you we're gonna pull Charlie Robinson. We're gonna we're gonna have a big a big uh, a, a big uh, I don't know extravaganza festive thing. Chris Graves, come on! All right, let's do it. See you guys next week, Lord Willing. Take it easy now. Bye bye. Boom.